0: The SportsZilla Show starts now.
1: This is Bill Belichick, coach of the New England Patriots. He's won six Super Bowls. How? He cheated.
0: It's the SportsZilla Show on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Here's Rain and Scoop.
1: Our C-block, or 330. That's where we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL and actually Subject matter today, Bill Belichick of the Patriots. The Cheatriots, because they cheat. That's what we're going to do, Scoop. Jarvis Landry of the Browns has guaranteed a victory. Really? Interesting. Then he walked it back about 15 minutes later. That was probably a smart thing to do. There's something called the Bulletin Board, and we do not need to give Bill Belichick anything else to make that team a winner. But... Before we get into this World Series scoop, I just have to share the words with somebody that is, well, in the news today. And I don't think he intended to be in the news today because he's not a living thing per se. Yeah, this is Olaf.
2: Hi, everyone. I'm Olaf, and
0: I like warm hugs. Hands down, this is the best day of my life. This, this is the most disturbing story of the day, without question.
1: I'm not even going to say any more about it, because if you are on social media or if you looked anywhere... Well, we have to
0: allude to it a little bit. Come oh, on, let's, we have at least, to... let's, let's summarize. Uh, let's just... Florida man... Florida man. Goes into a store and acts inappropriately
1: in front of God and everybody in the store with some stuffed uh, animals. W- with an Olaf. From an Olaf. Frozen. Do you want to build a snowman? Oh, my lanta... I, I don't know. I just hope that he is not at the game. That's all. He's not the SU Florida State game. We, we don't need any nonsense. We've got to have everything everything in order to get this win. We don't need that, that guy. We just don't. That's just what is up with people, man. It's, what's up with Florida, man? A Florida woman sometimes, too. And then they travel. Like, we go to Florida. And they go to Ohio, and then it's Ohio, man. They go other places. Florida, man, is not just... In Florida, There's a Florida man, it seems like, everywhere.
0: An Arkansas man shot a deer with a muzzle loader and then the deer killed him. How about that? That's an Arkansas man. But the thing that gets me out of this story is that the police and the authorities say there won't be an autopsy. <laughs> is it oh, he did. He did. We're not going to do an autopsy. He did. He gun did, and done that, and it happened, and that's just the way it's going to be. He got puncture marks in him. Well, We know the deer killed him. Yep. He did. We're did. not going to do an autopsy. Thank piece- you very much, a Law & Order CSI.
1: Criminal Minds. Oh send that to the lab. There's a deer antler right there in his chest, so I think he's not going to make it. So there's your, your moments of weird for today. Yeah, Joe Girardi was hired by the Phillies, and he is not going to obviously be the New York Mets manager. And Mets Twitter, Mets social media, Mets fans... He he was the best guy for the job. I think he's the direction they needed to go. We talked about his reaction to CC Sabathia's career ending the way it did when he he just became a human being and not a television analyst or announcer on the Major League Baseball network and he was a grown man brought to tears with the love that he has for CC Sabathia. He cares about his players. It would have been a great hire. You can debate it all you want. Mets could get Tim Tebow. The Mets. They're they're talking about like Tim Bogar. I mean, Carlos. You know, Beltran. I've also heard
2: A Rod's name thrown out there. Is A Rod going to leave? Former the ESPN analyst becoming manager. And there was a chance
1: at one point, uh, actually, uh, A Rod had said that he was a huge Mets fan based on going from the Dominican Republic and then for a time lived in New York City before settling in Miami with his parents, or his, I guess his dad left the situation. But with his mom, A Rod doesn't want to do that. No, he's got a great gig right now.
0: He's got a, a cushy gig. He's got time to go hang with J Lo and spend all his millions and her millions. Like, why do you want to commit to a, a hundred sixty-two games a year?
1: He's in. He's still involved in the game. Does he want to put a uniform back on and get into the grind no. of one hundred sixty-two with spring on. training and everything else and be in that? Be in the clubhouse. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be I want area.
0: 162 games a year
1: with J-Lo. I don't want that. Is this the blockbuster game or the blockbuster name that they've been talking about as far as the Mets are concerned?
2: I, I think it's more of a joke than anything, but yeah.
1: Okay, all right. Glue also,
2: guy. is uh, Fire Girardi going to be trending anytime soon?
1: Glue guy, I don't know, man. Matt, it's, it's probably going to happen after the first loss of the season. I don't even know. There's going to be people that are just going to hate on him just to hate on him because he was a little bit... He was a little bit salty from time to time when he was with the Yankees, but he's a, he was a military, a military kid. His dad was military, and he's, he's very straight-laced, very regimented, very business-like. That's how Joe Girardi is. But he protected his players, but he still held them accountable. I mean, you remember him calling out uh, Gary Sanchez with the pass ball issue, and you know what? He's the reason that Gary Sanchez is where he is because that's the beginning of when he started to work on it and get a little bit better. We talked about that the other day, Scoop. I think it'll be good for the Phillies. I'm curious how the city of Philadelphia will
0: take to him. And you've got a big dollar guy down there who, uh, obviously pretty important in the room. So how's that relationship going
1: to go with Bryce Harper? Is that the first person he called out? He texted, called, whatever. Let's Probably. Talk to Bryce. He has to be, he has to be. He's got, he's, As of right now, going to be the longest tenured player with the Phillies. Nobody else on this roster will probably be there by the time Bryce's deal is done, assuming he stays the full, well, there's 12 years left on it now. It's a 13-year deal. So you've got to figure he's he's got to have a great relationship with him. But you know what? Bryce Harper is not in the World Series. His former team, the Nats, are and they're demolishing Houston. They crushed Love it. Love it. I mean, it was a close game. I'm rooting for the Nats, too. It was a close game, and we're looking at Pat Corbin pitching now, a Syracuse native, for the Nats in the next game. It's a day off today, but, I mean, they they imploded. Houston imploded. They just did. It was a relatively close game, and then everything just went wrong.
0: It was exciting. You know, two runs, both teams in the first inning, uh, you know, the highlight for the Astros was Simone Biles doing yes. that little flip in the first pitch. That I, I think
1: everything else was kind of just meh. It was the best thing that happened for the Houston Astros in that game. Yeah. When it's all said and done, she's about four foot nine, so she does a flip, goes back over, grabs the baseball off of the wrong foot. She still reached the catcher. When you're that small, think about this: Garrett Cole is six foot seven. He can throw a ball one hundred miles an hour. She's four foot nine. When you're that small, it's not like 60 feet, six inches. That's if you equivalated that out, that's got to be like throwing it from second base, pitching from second base for Garrett Cole. I mean, it's like, it's like twice, twice she, the size. She's got, she packs a lot of firepower in that frame. She is. She's just a muscle. She's all muscle. It's amazing what that girl does. She's the goat. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. But everything went wrong for them. And the crazy thing is this isn't happen to a nicer bunch of misogynists. And you go to Washington now, Scoop. These were these are two wins on the road in the World Series with still that that bad juju, as you describe it, the horrible karma that they have. The Tobman story. Now, Rob Manfred, who is from Rome, New York. The commissioner of baseball has chimed in on this, and he had some words to say, Scoop. I mean, Rob Manfred had to eventually join this conversation.
0: He says he's concerned about the situation and what he's hearing. You can tell that Rob is gathering the information and gathering reports, and he's
1: weighing what he's hearing. If you don't know the background, basically... Tubman, who is an assistant GM with the Astros, had a group of female reporters. And he starts screaming after having a few, after winning the ACL, ALCS, about how happy he was for the Astros trade for Osuna, who is the closer, in, 20, in 2018. He, was ser- he had served a 75-game suspension for domestic violence. And when you're losing your mind, and you're under the influence, and you're a man, and you're screaming at these girls... Who are eight feet away... And numerous people witnessed this, and then you kind of lie to cover it up. It's not going to end well. And this is not the distraction or the timing that the Astros would want. You never want this situation. Let me just put that caveat out there, but you never want this situation at all. You don't want to be Neanderthals, but at the same time, it's a horrible time for it in the same respect. It should be focused on what they did on the field, playing the game, trying to win the game, trying to win a championship, and it's not.
0: He's cast a shadow over his entire team. And look, the Nationals have now won eight straight postseason games. They're 17-2 and two in their last 19. You know, um,
1: up 2-0, not looking good, Astros. Not
0: looking good at all.
1: It is not. I got a couple of pieces of audio, though. I I just wanted to share with everybody like I always do. I give you the last out of the game in case you didn't hear it.
0: Reaching for
1: it, Rendon to play. Siams it for the out. Nationals up two games to nothing
0: as they win 12 to three.
1: On the road. Wow. On the road. That is a demolition that is a horrible way to go on the road if you're the Houston Astros. It really is. And you also know that your best pitcher was terrible in his start. It's it's just, and, and then there's this. Then there's this scoop. There's the rubbing in. I don't know if it's the rubbing in, but it's the spectacular home run celebration that is happening on the Nationals bench. And I know that you've probably... Like
0: this car thing, like they're driving a car or
1: something. It's like this overdrive thing, and there's video all over the place. Like they're shifting through the gears, you know. But the point gets across even if you just hear it. The Washington Ooh. Nationals home run celebration. The Sports Illustrated show, ESPN Radio, ninety-seven point seven and one hundred point one. Rain and scoop discussing that. That's that's happening while Howie Kendrick and I forget the other player that was sitting next to him, but they're on. They're sitting down pretending to be in cars and they're they're shifting through the gears. You see them like um, you know pretending to pop the clutch in and out and, and you know just pushing it into overdrive. It in the locker room or I'm sorry, the whole bench is just going. They're crazy. in the dugout. Yeah, yeah, they're in the dugout. It's fun. It's really fun. It's just it's a fun thing to see. It's it's the pure joy of little kids playing baseball, but for a living and possibly winning a World Series.
0: The Nationals now the only team to win five consecutive postseason road games, and they're going home now. Is that place is DC going to be nuts? Wait, Walgreens Stadium.
1: I forget the the year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Where's Waldo? <laughs> Oh, the Walgreens. Wally World, is it? What is it? I don't know. It's it's,
0: yeah, that really does look like the logo. It's like the same thing almost.
1: You feel, little, that's me. Feel a little baseball. Take me out to the ball game. A World Series game for the first time in the nation's capital. Hasn't happened a long time. What was the last year? That was 1933?
0: Uh, I, I, Yeah, I think they were in... The series then and lost, but the Senators won in 1924. I think that's the the only World Series the Senators ever
1: won. Should we ban any and all politicians from being able to go to this game? Because we don't want to bring in any partisan crap. We don't want them to poison the well on something beautiful. America's pastime. I mean, maybe it's football nowadays, but I, I like that. I like the nostalgia of that. I like that the nation's capital... Has the World Series. There's something kind of extra about this. And I want it to just be for the pure joy of the game and what the Nationals are doing. No actions from baseball, none yeah, of that this, other stuff.
0: This reminds me of the St. Louis Blues story. Yeah. Because the Nationals were
1: 19 and 31. Exactly. And they were on nobody's radar. No one expected the Washington Nationals to be in this position, and they have come out and taken care of business, period. They've gotten it done. Good for them, and I'm I'm happy to see the Astros eat a little dirt. I'm just, I don't want to get ahead of myself, and I don't want to bring up, I'm not going to say the word, but it's what you do in your house. You've got a little dirt on the floor. It involves and what we'll a see. it involves what a witch might perhaps ride around on, but I would love <laughs> to see that. I would absolutely love to see this wrap up in four straight and the Astros be done with them. I, I wonder if this situation that's clouding them that we've discussed lingers into next season. Is he going to be fired? He has to be fired. Maybe they're going to wait to do that until the series is over. because yes. you don't want that next big headline. There will
0: be there will be uh, some action taken and announced, and probably the commissioner Rob Manfred will make some sort of decision after the series. Is what I'm guessing because they don't want to detract from the series. Is what I'm guessing, unless of course some information is unearthed and they feel compelled that they have to do something. Now, like we learned something
1: else. This is the national spotlight for Major League Baseball. This isn't just about the Houston Astros. This is a black mark on the game in the current age in which we live. Whether we like it or not, that's the way it is. And I'm and all is, about getting. I'm all about getting that crap out of the game.
0: Teams they go after these guys who are in trouble, domestic violence very often the reason they're in trouble, and they get them. At a lower cost, they get them at a cut rate price, or they get them a little cheaper, and it's they, they think they've they've made a sweet deal. Well, look, you know, you you pay for it a lot of times, and you know, in, in a lot of ways, that are this is an uncomfortable thing for the Astros organization. They're answering these questions instead of questions about the game.
1: And I'm not blind to the fact as a Yankees fan, and I see the irony in Araldus Chapman and his situation with some of the issues he's had, and whatever the circumstances of that had to be or might be in the future, or if a player affects my team, I have the same stance. I'm not going to be hypocritical about that. I'm glad, I've said this before, I'm glad Domingo Herman was not on the roster for the Yankees when he, in front of other people, laid his hands on his wife. No part in the game. we got to take our first break. The SportsZilla Show, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. We're going to talk about the NBA next and my favorite team, the Knicks.
0: It's the SportsZilla Show on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Here's Rain and Scoop. Caller number five right now at 315-437-7644 is registered to win a chance at kicking an extra point for a thousand bucks. One person will be chosen at random from all registrants to attempt the kick at halftime of the SU versus BC game and win a thousand dollars from ESPN Radio
1: Syracuse. Scope, the NBA is back and my New York Knicks have terrible uniforms. They made a change this year. I'm going to flip the screen. For I haven't you. seen them yet. I'm going to flip the screen for you a little bit and and just give you a look at those. See those? Yeah. They're they're first of all, in my opinion, slightly off in the color of blue. They've changed the piping. I mean, there's a little bit of orange in there, but they just don't look like Knicks uniforms. They look Lakers esque to me. They look like Sacramento's old uniforms if you took the orange out with the and just had the white trim, a version of a Sacramento Kings uniforms. I mean there are certain SU uniforms and we all have our favorites from different eras and things like that and but I just I, I'm not feeling them. I, they don't it didn't look like I was watching the Knicks hey, to me. I'm seeing
0: another picture now. I don't know. Uh they're okay I guess. I guess
1: The blue is a little odd. You're right, though. If they win some games, I suppose I'll get used to them and forgive them.
0: Yeah, it's like with the Browns. You know, I'm not a big fan of those uniforms, but they look great when you're winning. Yeah,
1: absolutely. (laughs) So the, the Knicks, overall, I thought they were getting blown out when I first started watching the game. I watched quite a bit of it last night. But... They've got some pieces. They they didn't get the superstar that they wanted. Obviously, Kyrie, for example, dropped 50, and he went to the Nets, and Katie went there as well. But they've got some pieces. But specifically, drafting R.J. Barrett, wow. I think he was not overwhelmed by the moment in his first game. I think he was a key contributor. He dropped 21 points, shot 9 out of 13, grabbed, I think, 5 rebounds, So, I mean, statistically, the numbers were there, but you just can see the game is there. He's got to get better at shooting free throws, and they've got to solve their point guard problem. They've basically got four point guards on the roster. Dennis Mitchell, for example, but Alfred Payton is the guy they signed who I thought really, he he was the spark they needed when they started to come back and they made a game out of it. And every time they'd get really close again, the Spurs would pull away. Obviously, Greg Popovich is so established, and they've got their culture and their winning ways. And and then I looked at Fizdale, who he clearly has his pulse on his players in the locker room, but sometimes I question his decision-making, his rotation, and maybe the X's and O's and diagramming plays and his adjustments during the game. Mitchell Robinson, who is key in the middle defensively for them, has a little bit of an ankle issue, so he did not play. I don't think it's long-term. But I'm not saying that they're going to be good. I'm not a delusional Knicks fan because they've been terrible for two decades. I mean, I think I was college age and high school the last time they were legitimately good, and obviously everybody remembers with the Patrick Patrick Ewing era. I'm not saying they're going to be good, but I think that they could be better finally. And I, and I'm not saying I'm not also sitting there calling out Fizdale like oh, it's time man. to change the coach. Oh come on, give the, me a break. No, I'm I'm listening to you and I'm just going. Am I trying to tra- be better? Finally, am I trying better, to better? you know you understand. Thirty wins is better. Like thirty wins is better, and that's not even stupid. Dude, up.
0: I'm a Browns fan. Wow. We didn't. We won one game in two years. We're finally a little better. We've won two games so far this year. but thats Ooh. It's
1: literally all you have to hang your hat on when you're a Knicks fan. It's just the hope that they're a little bit better. At least
0: if the owners, you're still saddled with that ownership.
1: That's the problem. I know. It's like Jerry Jones with Dallas. You'll never win another Super Bowl. Jerry Jones is your owner. It's just not going to happen. When When you are so broken within your organization from the very top, then the rest of it just trickles down. It's the same thing. As long as Dolan's there, I don't think they're ever going to win a championship. It's going to break my heart. He's got to sell the team. There's got to be a way. Adam Silver's got to step in. They've done this before with Los Angeles. Now Steve Ballmer owns the Clippers, and look at them. Now that's a destination. Kawhi Leonard has made that a destination franchise now for free agents, clearly. got Paul George, too. Well... Maybe Jeff Bezos can buy the Yeah. Oh, the Washington Knicks. Post, Amazon guy. Yeah. All right. Then they'd be... Can the- we talk about New York's
2: real team, though? The Nets? Would they be the Amazon New York Knicks, then? Is that how you'd position that? Sure. Shut why not? Shut up, glue guy. What? Kyrie Irving goes for 50 points, and they don't win. I love yeah, it. Yeah,
1: how about that? I love it. I know. me. Do. I do, too. I do, too. I guess he can't carry a team. <laughs> oh, gee. That hasn't been an issue everywhere else that he's gone. Let's see your Celtics and 76ers tell me about their, their game. That hurt. <laughs> It like, was
2: it was good. Um, you know, it's first game. Obviously, the Sixers. I think have more talent on the roster. I agree. Um, losing Al Horford really sucks for the Celtics. You're yeah. losing the mentorship. You're losing a good big. He's aging, but he's still one of the probably best forwards in the game.
1: You need dependable guys like that if you want to be successful.
0: My Cleveland Cavaliers got their losing season underway. Yeah, they're going to be terrible.
1: <laughs> There's no doubt. It's, as bad as the Knicks are, I mean, or? like.
0: If, LeBron James made that whole team. How many times did he just carry a, a bunch of guys that they found out hiding around a dumpster somewhere? Get him out on the court and put Cavs uniforms on him, and he'd take him to the finals.
1: Give me a little, uh, give me a little music there, maestro. Did you see what they told Houston, the Rockets? Who? Cause, well, you saw you saw Harden and Westbrook at the game the other day, did you not? They're yes. just like ducking all over the place for yes. foul balls. Yeah. Basically, here's what they told those We're two. I'm pretty sure that beard would stop a foul ball.
2: By they, who do you mean they? Uh, uh, apparently, the Houston
1: coaching staff organization oh. has instructed basically those two players kind of figure it out. Because anybody that, that analyzes basketball looks at those two, and, and individually, they are remarkable basketball players. But is there going to be a cohesion thing? There wasn't a cohesion with Chris Paul. And is there going to be a cohesion? Are they going to work together? These you, two guys have played
2: together before, but you?
1: I was just going to say, you cannot look at OKC because the dynamic was different. The beard had not ascended to what he is now, which is... And, and then, neither did Russ. Right. Exactly right. And KD was part of that equation. And KD was the top dog, the alpha and they they had to play their roles. They had to work there. were young, young players then. They could be molded. Now they're all superstars. It's completely different. Everybody's going to want to get theirs. This could be, it could be terrible if they figure it out. It's one thing, but I don't think these situations ever seem to work like that because they're not complementary. Players agree, disagree. Take me, talk me off the ledge.
2: I, I disagree with that because I think Russell and Harden are at an age where it's either they win or they're going to be great regular season players, and that's it. Okay. They don't play defense. No, they don't. And. But it, the NBA doesn't play defense. But you need that at the end of the year. Is
1: Dan Tony still their coach? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I know that was a rhetorical <laughs> question. But I know the answer. Hello? that dude has never coached defense. It, they don't even discuss it. He claims they do in the media. His teams don't play defense. It will never win in the NBA. That Western Conference is far too deep. I, I'm telling you, they're... Houston's nothing to worry about. Unless unless barring trades.
0: They'll win a lot of games. It'll be a great show in the regular season. Yeah. But I don't think again, they'll fail
1: in the postseason. Hey, the Knicks the Knicks win twenty games. I'd consider that a sixty win season. So I'll go with twenty five. Twenty five? You gonna give me that? You're, you're...
2: The, the Knicks will not be the worst team in the East. It will be the Wizards. Or the Bron- or no, the Cavaliers, I mean. Yeah, or maybe the Cavaliers. You think the Wizards are gonna be that the bad? The Wizards. Why? No John Wall this year. I know. So it's the Bradley Beal show, and that's it. That's going to be terrible for them. I love the NBA. Here's the Wizards starting lineup.
1: Let me see this. All right, glue guy Matt hands me this. Oh, dude, it's not even worth saying on the air. Yeah. It's not. Who 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 Ish, are those guys? Beth,
2: Thomas Bryant. Yeah, I saw it.
1: It's, yeah, they're bad. Okay. That might... That, There is nothing there. The Knicks do have on paper a far better run. Wow, I I can live with that. Okay, we're not going to be the worst team in the league this year. Yeah, and nobody needs Mellow. And I don't (laughs) think there's any tanking. Right, nobody needs Mellow. I
0: love Mellow. Wizards don't need Mellow. Lakers don't need Mellow. Nobody needs Mellow.
1: Somebody has got to. Yeah, such a
0: great lineup on the Wizards, for crying out
1: loud. He's been blackballed. He's been blackballed. I just don't get it. Somebody signed Mellow. Free Carmelo Anthony. We love Carmelo Anthony. Sportszilla show ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1 Bill Bielichek, 300 wins possibly that's next It's
0: the Sportszilla show on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1 Here's rain and scoop
1: Brent Axe will be live from Dave and Busters in Destiny USA that's tomorrow from 4 to 6 prizes great food and Brent Axe talking sports So you're going to talk some bills. You can talk some cues and whatever else he brings to the table. Maybe somebody on the phone. I'm not sure what his roadmap is to success, but he's Brennax. And Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame for his playing career. Feel free to remind him that we said that. Hit King. At 4 o'clock. He's a scumbag, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about him. There's a lot of
0: scumbags in the Hall of Fame. As a human being. Ty Cobb was a
1: scumbag. Uh, And there's many others, but the dude could play the game. And based on what he did on the field... It's more just fun because Brent gets a little fired up when you bring that up. He disagrees vehemently.
0: I think we're going to find out years from now that a lot of other guys gambled yeah. uh, in, on all these games and managers and
1: referees and umpires. So you heard Seth Goldberg, of course, of Orange Nation and other various programs right here on ESPN Radio in Syracuse Talking about Crunch Weekly with Lucas Favali later on tonight. Scott Wedgwood, goal, their goalie, one of their goalies is the guest. They have Toronto on Sunday, but they've got Rochester on Saturday. And they have had a rough go of it lately. So let's find out what they're going to do to get back to the. That's their the winning. pink the rink game. That is the pink the rink game. Rochester also uh, being the AHL affiliate of the National Hockey League's Buffalo Sabres, who, by the way, are 8-1-1. Their goalie is unbeatable. His name is Carter Hutton, if you're not familiar. And, Playing
0: your Rangers tonight.
1: Yes, exactly right. And we're 2-4-1, which is, he's like, see what I did there? You like that tie-in? How'd I do? Yeah. That's pretty good. This is my second day in radio, and I got that all together. But fact of the matter is, Rasmus Dahlin, who Scoop and I went out, uh, Clinton, New York, was given... The, the Hockeyville USA, yeah, uh, everybody voted, and they won. And Small communities are awarded an NHL exhibition game, and it was the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Buffalo Sabres. So we got to see Rasmus Dahlin, and you could just see it. Gary Bettman eat uh, half-moon cookies. We saw that, too. Rob Ray eat half-moon cookies. Every five minutes, they're coming back over. Gary Bettman, We we talked about this before, Gary Bettman probably had a dozen half-moons during the course of that game. It was amazing. But you could just see that that kid had it. And then last year, he had statistically really just one of the all-time best rookie seasons for a defenseman. He is a legit cornerstone for that team. And I'm pretty sure the benchmark for or the cornerstone for building that franchise from him out and look where they are now. Good goaltending, a key number one elite level, and he's a baby. He's like 19 years old. The Sabres have a chance to build something really good. With what they have now,
0: you know they started last season. Yeah, oh, on no. fire.
1: They got good, and
0: and then the bottom dropped out. And I hope it continues for them. Life is good for a Buffalo sports fan right now.
1: Yeah, because I just want I want to. I wanna see him do well. I, I'm just I'm rooting for the Sabres fans. There's a lot of a lot of Sabres fans in central New York and Rangers trying not to lose their sixth straight. Oh, that's my team though. I told you before Red Wings have lost six straight, so I saw uh that's a, my team. Back in the year the Rangers won the cup, I saw a game in Buffalo and Rob Ray got his butt kicked by Mark Messier at the very end of the second and actually was given a game misconduct, but he pummeled Rob Ray and you do not see you never saw Rob Ray lose a lot of fights. He was obviously one of those great enforcers in the game. But I wanted to put that out there before we jump over to the football field. And Bill Belichick and his 300 wins and standing in the way is none other than your Cleveland Browns. How you feel about that, Scott? I,
0: I don't think they're going to be standing in the way so much as the, the just step aside and let the freight train that is the New England Patriots roll on down the tracks. The Patriots, I believe, are 12.5 point. Favorites in this game? Um, Yes, the Browns could capture lightning in a bottle. Here's the thing. The Browns have these flashes of brilliance that pepper these vast wastelands
1: of mediocrity. Well, they need Baker Mayfield to be the best version of himself. They need Odell to have a good game. Clearly a great game, actually.
0: And I'm not so sure that the Browns aren't distracted. You've got Baker Mayfield being fined for criticizing the refs. Odell Beckham Jr. fined because his pants aren't long enough or whatever.
1: They were too far above his knee.
0: Um, The offensive line is terrible. Same thing. we, We... deal with as Syracuse Orange football fans.
1: Well, they they made the Sanu trade. This is your team, Glue Guy, Matt, your, yep. your Patriots. They make the Sanu the trade, and then Josh Gordon goes on IR. And if you've paid attention, he was like, this is interesting. He, he kind of was shocked that he was on IR yeah, for the um, rest of
2: the year. It's expected that once he's healthy, he's going to get cut from the team. It, done. Yeah. Uh, why? What's going on? No idea. Is there... There's... People speculating that there might be some drug use again.
1: Well, he only played 11 games last year and, and he had an issue last year. This he's Correct. just sabotaged itself, sabotages himself. And he had done so many things therapeutically to help himself with counseling and other things like that to learn why he always went back to the drugs and and, and those issues rear their ugly heads again. It's 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 a sad story because he's so good.
0: Well, I hope that's not the case. I do, too. I hope that he could get a couple of solid years together and uh, light up the scoreboard again.
1: I do too. SportsZilla show Rain and Scoop ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. So we don't bury the lead. Bill Belichick going for 300. He is, as it stands now, third winningest coach in NFL history. That's, that's amazing in itself. Who's in front of him? Don Shula and George Halas. Shula's got three forty-seven, obviously, back in the seventies and eighties. Halas has three twenty-four, spanning from the twenties into the sixties, which is and they had shorter seasons
0: back then too. So those numbers, you got to kind of look at those with that perspective. But still, what Belichick has done is is very impressive. And let's not forget the team he tries to get number three hundred against he once coached. Yeah, Belichick.
1: He took him to the. He took the Browns
0: to the playoffs, beating the New England Patriots in a playoff game.
1: That is the last Cleveland Browns playoff victory. And then the Browns basically packed up everything and went to Baltimore, became the Ravens in the middle of the night, and fired Bill Belichick. And that
0: that was Art model. And I, I, when I was reading this earlier, I thought, Gosh, well, who did they? Who did the Ravens get as that first coach that they thought was going to be so much better than Bill Belichick? you remember who that was? I do not. Ted Marchabroda. Broda oh you remember my, that name? I, I absolutely remember that name. Nah, the, the guy uh, has some cred. You know, He was a, did a lot of uh,
1: pretty incredible offensively-minded things with a, a number of teams. But maybe a guy that should have been a coordinator and not a head coach. There are a lot of those in the National Football But League. let's
0: not... Art Modell chose Marchabroda over Belichick. Let's not forget that Art Modell was also a guy back in the day who... Uh, Fired Paul Brown. Dum
1: dum dum dum. The dumb. greatest coach, arguably of all time. So Belichick's in season twenty. Scoop. Sixty-seven years old now, and I'm going to ask you the same question I asked you off the air as we were discussing bringing this onto the air. Is Bill Belichick? Belichick. I can't say it any other way now. Thanks, Belichick. You're I, welcome. Thanks to the open created by the glue guy Matt. But is he going for the three forty-seven? Or at least to pass Halus at 324. If you're going to go for 324, you got to go for 347. He doesn't look like he's slowing down. I mean, that's roughly five more seasons. Nah, I, mean, I, I can't. 10 wins. Why a, does he a year? want to? Why
0: does these 16 hour days? Well, that brings him to 72 years old. I mean, man, you really got to love football. I mean, maybe it's the only thing he knows, but I would think, doesn't he want to be on a beach somewhere hanging out with his Wife and enjoying life, and maybe just watching a football game in the man cave rather than dealing with players who are on drugs and then off drugs and then can't decide if they want to stay clean. And I mean, this this is nonsense. This this aggravating. You, why, why does he want to deal with that? You like that? You like
1: that? Uh, that guy is the quarterback now for the Vikes tonight against the Skins. So that's Thursday night football. Adam Schefter reports the last thing I'll say about the NFL and football today is reporting it's more than likely that Brady might
2: leave at the end of this year. Anything? Anything? Uh, Yeah, you can obviously say that, but is there definitive proof? How would you feel if it happened? Real quick. um, I'd be okay with it.
1: Okay. The SportsZilla Show, ESPN Radio, 97.7 and 100.1. Because of Bill and check,
2: get rid of... Everybody.
1: All right, let's go to break.
0: It's the SportsZilla Show on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Here's Lane and Scoop. On Saturday, the Romano Subaru pregame show with Seth Goldberg. He'll get ready for the Syracuse Orange versus Florida State and share with you all the experts who have weighed in on ESPN
1: Syracuse over the course of the week, including head coach Dino Babers. So the game's on ESPN2 against FSU. We've been very penalized since 2010. I've noticed that we're amongst the top 10 programs in the country. Uh, What's FSU going to do with our offensive line? Uh, I hope not have their way with them because that's still a work in progress. Clearly the number one concern with the team. I also think that the Syracuse defensive
0: line is going to cause a lot of problems. For the Florida State.
1: Yeah, they don't have a a great pass defense, really. And Tommy DeVito has the potential and the arm. Maybe you'll see some decent passing numbers. Uh, We upset them last year. They're definitely a team that is struggling. Same record, right? Three and Three and four. So you never know. I mean, maybe you go down there. Maybe you kind of right the ship a little bit. You certainly flip the momentum of the season if you can get a win out of that. And on the road, that just... I mean that just bodes that much better moving forward. That's confidence builder for the team. That's something that Dino takes into that locker room and says, "Hey, come on. We've been down here two years in a row now. It's it's still a decent football team with some players. This is Florida State, the Seminoles. You put that win under the, under the W in the in the win column. It's all right. You
0: just go in there and you forget about everything else the rest of the season so far. You focus on this game Saturday." maybe you you get a better performance out of the uh, orange offensive line. Hopefully, geez, you know, but if you could, maybe you can come out of there
1: with a win. I think it's a long shot, but it's doable. Yeah, a win would certainly feel good. Jerry McNamara is going to start with us on Monday, next Monday, the 29th, because we'll also have a preseason exhibition SU basketball game on Saturday. Be happy to break down some SU basketball. The podcast will be out in just a couple minutes. The SportsZilla Show ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. SportsZilla Show back tomorrow at 3.